with literally hours of notice. I think like Melissa was there in the gym. Like we had like three hours notice, yeah. right? And all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you're not allowed to do your job anymore. And you're yeah. like, don't panic. Don't it was, panic. Yeah, it was quite frightening. <laughs> Welcome to Fitness Inside Out by Wild Training. I'm James Griffiths. And today we have a new episode of Industry Insight. You can listen to the show on most major podcast services. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. And remember, we add new content every Monday. All right, so on today's show, I have two people that are very important to the wild training business. So Andrew Hobson and Melissa Kassar. And over the last three years, they are the two people that have helped me manage the wild training business and, and very much transform it into what it is today. So an exciting gym. We've, we've you know recently won the best gym in Buckinghamshire. And now we've evolved into an online yeah business with our, our wildlife exercise classes. And so Andrew, from you know the, our head trainer kind of point of view, he's a, an expert in sports rehabilitation, sports performance, but uh, he very much helps me as a mentor to the rest of the wild training team, our instructors, and from a practical point of view, has helped us implement a lot of different projects. But obviously, especially with with Wild Live and our new online services, has helped to deliver the you know the non sexy stuff, the, the the manuals and the the instructions, the templates, the processes that we we needed to make it a a yeah, successful service. And then Melissa has very much transformed our our social media, our website, our brand communications, and our marketing and has been yeah very much uh, a key part of how we've communicated what the wild training brand is doing through this this kind of lockdown crisis for our members and, and make sure that they can they can clearly see the value in the services that we are now able to to offer so andy melissa adapt to die fitness industry obviously took a big hit a month ago in in being told we had to close the gym and so what was it friday friday the 20th of march and and obviously we were kind of sat there it was a bit of a gray area we, we, we were allowed to kind of still continue to do group outdoor exercise classes outside and, and obviously we we kind of yeah took the decision saturday morning i think it was that we were going to close the gym you know completely we weren't going to offer any uh, kind of group outdoor or any form of group exercise kind of classes because obviously it felt it felt like that was was the wrong thing to do to encourage people to come together in a time where we were obviously being told that that wasn't going to be the best solution for for obviously the the, the crisis that the uh, the country is kind of facing. And so since then, we've we've obviously spent our, our kind of time launching the Wild Live Fitness Services. And so this is us kind of turning our our wild training gym, you know, relatively unique kind of boutique fitness kind of services, whatever that means, which we'll, we'll go into more detail about into a digital online gym experience which is, is something we've talked about for a long time you know we, we kind of had that idea of wild training going digital from 2016 realistically and uh and now you know over a, a kind of weekend you know so i think on monday whatever it was the the 23rd we ran six wildlife classes so over a weekend we turned our gym into a yeah, uh, an online fitness, you know, and, and class kind of service, which which so far has gone down incredibly well. And obviously, we'll talk more about, you know, the numbers in terms of membership retention and attendance and all that kind of thing. That's, that's obviously looked really, really positive. And the feedback we've had has it's been amazing. But, you know, the purpose of this, this kind of podcast, this first episode of Industry Insight uh, for our podcast is is really to share the lessons, share the experience, because obviously the whole the whole fitness industry is in a pretty 
challenging time right now. You know, you're seeing a lot of uh, gyms, gym owners, personal trainers, very worried about, you know, their, their, their jobs, their income, the ability for them to deliver their service. And I guess we've got the opportunity to, to potentially yeah, give, give some advice, give some lessons that we learned and, and maybe where we're, we're seeing potentially some mistakes cropping up uh, as well. And, uh, and obviously, we, we, we threw the article out uh, in Gym Owner Monthly, which was the, uh, the article I wrote about, you know, uh, what we did to adapt to the gym and, and get the online services going and, and the positives and the negatives. And, uh, and from that article, we had a lot of people asking us for, for help. So we had, we had gym owners, you know, kind of emailing us and, and saying, can you help us out? We, we don't know how to do this. How do we do it? And, and obviously we, we kind of, we all talked about the fact that it felt kind of wrong to, you know, I guess offer a consultancy kind of service uh, with, with obviously the, the industry in such a, a big crisis. And at the same time, we couldn't offer, you know, one-to-one, you know, kind of uh, support for these different businesses because there's quite a few of them. So, so that was where the idea for this podcast kind of started, really. It was for us to share, hopefully, some valuable industry insights and, and advice and, and, as I said, lessons that we learned. So, so, I mean, for you guys, I mean, start with Andy. I mean, obviously, you know, Andy, you're, you're our head coach. You, you helped me mentor the team. What do you think we've, I guess, learned in the first month of, of Wild Live and yeah, the, the kind of positives, I guess, you know, where, where is, has it kind of led the, the kind of brand for us now? Well, I mean, we take it back just a step and from that, that Friday night, um, it was a very, very quick turnaround by us. We, we changed um, the gym into a, a physical gym, into an online gym within two days. We had one day off the Sunday. Um, and I think that's testament to, you know, yourself and Melissa and everyone else that works and supports with us, um, how willing they are to kind of adapt to this kind of change that we, we've helped provide. Um, but certainly in terms of the classes, the biggest thing for us was not wanting to lose the service that we offer to people. So, um, you know, that's quality coaching, that's being able to connect with people, um, as much as possible and give them something that, you know, the industry kind of lacks and not to be, you know, hit, you know, hit it in the, in the, in the butt, so to speak, but actually giving people a service that is, is valuable to them. And that's what we wanted to, uh, the main part of what we wanted to do with our classes, our online classes was continue to provide that to them. So giving people, um, getting people to fall in love with exercise um, includes the fun and the variety and the information that, you know, we deliver in physical person, but also we want to be able to do it online. So from that instance, we then looked at the platform that how we deliver this. Okay. So there's lots and lots of options out there. And I know you James have been exploring portal um, probably prior to that as well. It wasn't something that was, unheard of towards uh, what we were doing. And we were starting to look into it anyway. And then obviously considering all the other platforms that are out there, you know, there's lots and lots of options, but I think we came up with the right one in terms of being able to deliver um, quality of service and that kind of crystal clear uh, clarity of being able to coach people on a, on a very personal level as well is really, really important to us. Yeah, yeah, and I, so I, th- I think there's there's two things there that, that you've picked out, you know, and, and 
definitely really important lessons that we've we've kind of you know implemented and 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 hopefully that uh, will help a lot of people is that and the first one is we knew what we wanted to deliver so before we we looked at you know what was possible we knew where our our kind of values were as a brand so you know make it fun keep it effective include everyone that's that's what wild training is all about uh, and so then it's working backwards from you know then what's possible right and and yeah as you said you know loads of different options in terms of how you deliver an online class we've seen a lot of people going to zoom i think you know there's different businesses trying to like private uh, like facebook kind of pages uh and 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 then obviously yeah we looked at facebook portal which which i think is is definitely for our situation a, a complete game changer and, and i think something we would probably very happily recommend uh to businesses to, to have a look at but um yeah the other side of it is is obviously you've got you know the understanding of uh you know what we're trying to deliver uh to the members and then making sure that we've got we've got the platform that allows us to do it you know uh, and that was for me when I started looking at the Facebook portal and it, it, I, I think it had different kind of reviews. Everybody that's not aware of what Facebook portal is, it's, it's literally Facebook's own uh, kind of camera, tablet, uh, voice kind of cool kind of system. And there's a few different kind of types of products uh, that they do. Uh, we, we use two. So we have a, a Facebook Portal TV, uh, and we have uh, Facebook Portal Plus, which is the, the bigger unit that they kind of create. And um, both of them are yeah, incredibly good uh, systems for what we're able to do. And and really, I think when I looked at the reviews, they kind of got slated a little bit because essentially they're just ridiculously fancy kind of web cameras, basically. You know, and, and for a lot of people, they saw that and thought, "Wow, that's a really expensive web camera," which which I guess we could we could agree with. Uh, until you start to think about the kind of experience that our members are used to, we're talking about, you know, making it fun and, and creating this really effective, really, really exciting service, uh, like, like our members are used to in the gym, you know, that was really important to us. And straight away, when I, when I, I used that system, I knew that there was going to be very few limitations put on the experience that I could get across the energy, you know, and we always, we say when we're teaching a class, it's a performance. And it's pretty hard to get a good performance across on a little, you know, kind of standard web camera, you know, thing tile that you've got on, on some of these other platforms. Whereas with, you know, the Facebook portal, it's got this automatic panning and zooming function. And we were able to use that really effectively for things like capoeira, right? And, and these really dynamic, huge movement classes uh, that really brought people into the gym. And I think very quickly we were having this feedback that, within a couple of minutes, people were forgetting that we weren't in the room together. And I think that's that's as, as good a feedback as you could possibly hope, that people almost forget that they're not kind of in the room training with you. So so there were, there were two things that I think we, we kind of nailed very quickly. We knew how we wanted to deliver our value, you know? And then luckily, we we stumbled you know, upon the, the right system to do it. I, I think there are two things that really helped us out. And, and obviously, yeah, we, you know, we go on to the, the kind of response we made was pretty quick. Like I, earlier, I, I think I, I described the, the closure of the gyms as a heart attack in that, you know, with literally hours of notice, I think like Melissa was there in the gym, like we had like three hours notice, yeah. right? And all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you're not allowed to do your job anymore. And you're yeah. like, don't panic, don't it was, panic. Yeah, <laughs> it was quite frightening. Yeah, and but, you know, like like always, and I guess we, we knew that, 
it was we had to, we had to do something you know doing anything doing something good was going to be better than doing something perfect right so we knew what we wanted to do and we had the platform to deliver it so all of a sudden we had we had a good uh, list of jobs to get done and and we got them done and I, I guess the the first thing that we we did as part of our response to the government telling us to close the gyms was probably the best thing that we did which was communicate with our members and and we did that very quickly very you know we did it with a lot of detail and so and so yeah Melissa I mean like obviously you're you're the comms expert you're the one that kind of manages that side of the brand and the Instagram and the social media stuff and all these videos that we put across and so you know what what kind of I guess feedback did you get from the members when we were kind of talking to them on these different platforms like the app and the website and everything yeah so so obviously like you said on the Friday the 20th we found out so we were listening live, so members were coming to us. So we had to hit back almost in real time, um, kind of like damage control. You know, we wanted to save our membership um, as much as we could. So we had to make a response. So even if we didn't have a plan, 100%, we had to reassure everybody because um, we had the faith in us that we could deliver it. And like I said, this is our opportunity. Um, so, yeah, we, we were putting it out on Instagram. You know, we acknowledge what's happening we're going to sort this out for you guys over the weekend. Andy said, you know, we touched over two days and we started to go with wildlife on the Monday. Um, members have been so thankful for it. Um, they're, they're actually wanting us to keep this on up until the classes come back to the gym. Yeah. And I think that was, it sounds like a silly thing to say, but it was almost kind of surprising the, the, the gratitude that the members mm. kind of were, were giving us. They were, it, it was really that sense of community. You know, I think obviously they wanted to support the gym. And I think actually the longer it's gone on, we're a month in now, uh, the more our members have kind of, I guess, uh, created an appreciation for how much the gym really does for them. And, and you know, not just from a health and fitness point of view and, and helping them avoid getting too fat or anything like that, but actually how emotionally and, and you know from a mental well-being point of view how much of an impact it has on them and and i guess you know what we've been able to say to those members is that a gym really is just a room with some stuff in it you know and i, I think it was uh, one of our members kate box that said that and it's it it makes people appreciate that actually it's 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 really us that kind of deliver that that value and that sense of yeah enjoyment and joy and well-being to to the members and, yeah. and, and the feedback was quite overwhelming wasn't mm. it that we were getting we're getting yeah. messages direct from facebook and messages to me and you yeah um, it's quite emotional it was a really emotional situation <laughs> i think probably because we were you know running off about four hours sleep for yeah. half of it as well but yeah. uh yeah no it's been it's been really nice and it's i guess this this kind of situation prompts people to appreciate you know some of the things that we take for granted mm. you know like a gym which just doesn't seem that valuable until somebody rips it away from you uh pretty much but um but i guess you know we i, I had a chat with with you know, talked to a lot of different people in the fitness industry over this this kind of last month and you know what we're all doing and, and trying to offer what advice we can to each other uh which, which is great to see the fitness industry on on the whole very much supporting each other you know uh but you know we we had the question uh what what should we be communicating to our members? And I, you know, we had a conversation where, where you know, somebody was saying that we should we should just phone them up, just phone them up and ask them how they're doing, ask them what they think, you know, we should be doing. And I, I was kind of sad there, and I was thinking that's the last thing that I would have wanted to yeah. do. And obviously, we didn't do that. We, 
we con we communicated very quickly about mm -hmm. what we were going to do. It's like, guys, the gym's shut. This is what we're going to do. This is why it's going to be great. Let us know what you think. And then when you give us some feedback, we're going to listen and we're going to show you that we're listening by communicating to you about what we've adapted yeah. based on such feedback, right? So, you know, week one, we thought we did really well with offering 32 classes a week. Like, oh, yeah, 32 classes a week. That'll be, that'll be great. And yeah, I mean, week two, obviously the, the uptake of classes was, was incredible. You know, we had fully booked classes in week one and, and, you know, we've always talked about a fully booked class being a bit of an alarm to us because it's, it means that somebody is not potentially getting the service that they, they've bought, you know? So, so week two, we, we went all in, right. And we went up to, I think like 80, we 82, 82 yeah, classes. Week two. So yeah, exactly. Nearly tripled the timetable. Mm -hmm. And again, I mean, they, they were, they were booking up, you know, and, and not only did we add more classes, we added more trainers. I mean, like how many, how many gyms recruited new trainers in, in week two oh, of COVID crisis? Yeah. The yeah. gym closure, <laughs> which sounds like we're doing everything wrong. Right. But, um, but yeah, the, the wild live classes went down really, really well. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, week two, we, we obviously added more classes, more trainers, you know, the beauty of, of, I guess, an online gym is you're not limited by recruiting trainers from your immediate area as well and i think locality is something we can talk about uh, a little bit later but uh, but yeah you know gary hill amazing coach we've met him through you know luck and the universe coming together but the guy lives in pool so he was never going to work at the wild training gym and all of a sudden we can set him up with a wild training sorry wild training <laughs> claiming it now a <laughs> facebook portal and uh, and get him delivering wildlife classes which has gone down incredibly well the feedback we've had from our members you know, about giving them a, another amazing coach to train with at home has been, you know, exceptional. So, uh, so yeah, I, I think that that was what, you know, I talked to uh, Guy Griffiths about is I, I said that if I was offering advice to other gyms, I'd say, you know, communicate to, to your members, absolutely. But, you know, make sure you're almost maintaining that trust that they have in you. You know, people that come to our gym, pay us for a gym membership, they trust us with their health and their fitness. And and I think uh, I, what I would have wanted to make sure that that we did and obviously what other gyms should be doing, hopefully, is, is communicating to their members about what they are going to do because they're the experts. This is the service mm -hmm. we've put together to you, deliver the values you've come to expect from our gym, from our brand, from our coaches. And then, and then obviously, yeah, you know, once you get into it and try it, tell us what you think, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, listen, and then make it better. Cause then you are absolutely delivering the value that they want. And, and hopefully they're going to continue to, to, to yeah, spend money with you. Yeah. And that's it. You were saying about being the people that, you know, our members and everybody trusts. If we were to call them up and say, you know, guys, what do you want? That's, that's pretty much a bad move considering most of the fitness industry didn't actually know what to provide anyway so you're going to the membership the client database saying what do you want when at the moment the fitness industry doesn't really know itself mm. so um I think what we did was a good thing you know put the classes on and the whole you know fail fast so you can learn even faster is definitely something that's proven relevant to us right now yeah and it's you know we're, we're pioneering new ground everybody yeah. in the fitness industry is right this has never happened before so so yeah the, the idea of failing fast and learning fast is is right now we get to make mistakes you know we get to make mistakes we get to learn from them and we get to show our members that we get to bring them in, into the brand you know like help us help us build this to be what you want it to be help us build this to be great 
And so it's uh, yeah, in that way, they almost feel better connected to 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 us, to the the brand, and, and to the service that we're offering them. And, and and obviously, yeah, hopefully we start to hit more of those amazing moments of uh, good feedback, which is which is kind of what we want for sure. So so yeah, definitely, I think communicate with the members and communicate very specifically about what you are going to be able to do for them, why it's going to be fantastic, and then and obviously continually evolve it and make it better because right now is the time to to make some 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 mistakes and, and learn from them and, and get maybe out the other end of this with something that could look like a very valuable addition to your brand to your business which i think is is probably what we're looking at right now right so uh so yeah i mean you know in, in terms of yeah the numbers around you know what we we've done i mean we like everybody else, you know, we, we hit that that initial impact of people canceling their, their memberships. I think mostly we looked at it as uh, a lot of people that were obviously in that self-employed bracket because, yeah. you know, they fall in that gap where there's there's very little support, you know, uh, so a very challenging time for, for income. But uh, I think when we looked at the numbers, we, we've probably lost about 10% of our membership. And I think in in the industry, that's that's probably not a, a bad number. You know, we're we're a small gym. You know, we're a sub five hundred member gym. We're uh, that that kind of top end of the middle ground. You know, in terms of we're not budget, we're not a super expensive gym, but our standard membership is fifty five pounds a month, right? So we're we're in that 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 middle ground. And and again, it was it was guy that you know asked me. Uh, I think about boutique fitness a little bit, and and I said that uh, I think boutique fitness is is when the government tell you to shut your gym and you don't lose all your members, you know? Yeah. And so they, they had a lot of faith in us. And, and I guess that's what I say. They, they, they trusted us because they knew that we were going to pull something out of the bag. They just didn't know what it was. And then we, we obviously presented with them the best that we could come up with over a weekend. And it happened to hit the mark really, really well, luckily. Uh, and, and, and so, yeah, I think that's, that's kind of month one, you know, in terms of, of numbers, and now I think we're, we could even say that we're kind of getting into a rhythm. I think the trainers are loving, you know, delivering live classes, finding it very convenient, finding they're able to deliver such better value than they were expecting. I thought, I think a lot of the feedback we were getting from the trainers was that they were worried about how can I do this? How can I deliver, you know, a live class? I'm used to having that buzz, having that interaction. And Andy, you and me have talked about that, you know, from from our, I guess, roles in terms of mentoring the team and developing their skills, developing their knowledge and, and their ability to create those performances in classes to be able to take that online, right? Yeah, man, it, the way we've got to see it is, is you know, this this was like going back to the start when you, when you first came across, oh, I've got to take my first online class. Mm. And you go, I'm nervous. I've felt mm. like this since I took my first ever class, however many years ago that was. And it was a challenge. And it was a challenge. And it's, it's, it's hard for people to get their head around and just, just come around to the idea that actually it's not that much different, mm. except it's a little bit harder. Yeah, yeah, and we, and we we talked about you know I always had that uh, that kind of uh, saying that I I think for any personal trainer or group exercise instructor, an amazing way of cutting your teeth is be an outdoor trainer for a year because you're limited yeah. on kit. You're you're going to have a, a massive variety of people training with you at the same time, as so you have to be very very good at creating variations, adaptations, regressions, progressions on the fly. Mm based on what's happening, you know, that day, who's turned up to your class. Yep. And, and I think... there's no music, that kind of thing. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, you've got to lead from the front and create the energy and create the room itself. 
Yeah, and it comes back to what we said about it's got to be a performance. Like when I when I deliver a personal training session or a class, you know, live or or online, I'm always thinking, what would I do if my hero was watching me? You know, like how would I want to how would I want them to see me uh, and make sure that you don't go into that autopilot mode. But the interesting thing about online is even more so than you know uh, ever. You you've got nobody else to bounce off of. Mm. So if if you go quiet the the atmosphere yeah. dies you know <laughs> and and so yep there's no music because obviously it's very challenging with with licensing and all that kind of jazz and and sound quality and streaming and all that kind of uh you know tech tech issues but uh but yeah it's all on you you know there's there's nobody else in the room giving you any banter you know or, or anything like that and even though you know i think the massive advantage of small classes is you do you create that valuable interaction yes. i think that's one of the most important things but uh, but it really is on the instructors and so all of a sudden they are they are delivering their best performances online and so i'm really excited about when we do go back to i guess you know what you're going to call it a hybrid gym kind of you know service where we do have a bricks and mortar gym people can come here train do classes do their own thing but we're still going to keep our live classes going. I, I feel like having that, uh, you know, uh, that service going is going to keep our trainers almost just tuned to that that absolute yeah. best performance, right? Yeah, and and you know the members of, of, of you know the feedback we've had from classes has been important from people where they're saying, well, actually, you know, I prefer a half hour class as soon as I finish work at five thirty, six o'clock, and I don't have to leave my house. Yeah. Don't like, have to jump in the so, car. Yeah. Don't have to come after work. It works yeah. for trainers. It works. It works for the people. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about the early morning. Some people just don't want to leave the house at six thirty in the middle of winter. But actually, now you don't have to. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So there's an uh, amazing amount of convenience in the service mm-hmm. for sure. And I think you know, pretty early on, we talked about the, the, there was a couple of things that really set wildlife apart from static online content. And, you know, we, we, we have wildonlineworkouts.com, huge amount of online content where obviously really flexible. You can hit play anytime you want. Now, whilst that's a really valuable service, the problem is you still need people to press play. Yeah. So there was no accountability. And, and that was where the value in wildlife became so important. Very, and it was very obvious very quickly that people were able to book on to a class using their normal uh, you know, app to, to book their class. And the only difference was, like you said, they don't have to come to the gym. We just call them up, right? Get them on a video chat. And and so all of a sudden they were they were held to account because if you book a class, you've, you've got to pick the phone up, right? And, and if you don't get that video call, you, you're going to look like an idiot. And so for a lot of our members, it helped them maintain their routines. You know, and earlier we talked about how it's very it was very important to act quickly. You know, the, the fitness industries had, had a heart attack and we strapped a defib on ridiculously quickly to keep our membership alive, to keep that relationship, that rapport, that trust alive. And obviously keep our members in the routine that we have worked together with our members so hard to create. And so, you know, maintaining that routine is everything. And and the fact that our members get to, to continue to book classes, three sessions a week is obviously what we always kind of target for our members. And they're hitting that. They're they're actually you know giving us feedback like you know oh my god whatever you do don't get rid of the the wildlife services when the gym opens I love it and we're like oh, that, that's not going to happen we just didn't realize you were going to love it this As much, much. <laughs> yeah you know so uh, so yeah definitely I think a really exciting month for us and and definitely better than we 
almost could have hoped for it to go. You know, I think there's loads that we've learned. We, we've looked at, you know, I guess what we've done well and we've looked at what we can do better, especially I think we've learned a lot about our timetabling and a lot of the rules that we used to have around what classes should go at what times have changed because people's routines have changed so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think what's interesting is a month in, we're, we're obviously seeing that this isn't going to be over anytime immediately. And some of those members that even cancelled as maybe a bit of a knee-jerk reaction, I, I think we've even had that feedback from, from some of these members, have now rejoined. So they, yeah. they've seen that actually the members that stayed are having a blast, they're staying fit. You know, they're probably experiencing the same, uh, you know, kind of impacts as, as our members that stayed from the other end in that they're realizing how much they got from wild training and more than just helping them maintain their health and the fitness, but that, that mental side of it, like we talked about, and they're missing it. And so, you know, uh, I think one of the members said, I've got to get my head out of the sand and, and give it a go. You know, I said, you know, while uh, online classes weren't for me, I couldn't get my head around it, can't get my head around the technology. And, and yeah, part of our process was to obviously kind of create those instructions and manuals to make sure that it wasn't just the team that knew how to deliver the job. But we were given advice to our members about how they can get the best experience from their end as well. You know, it's not just stick your phone on. There's a lot of ways that we've got technology in your household now that we can probably educate you about how to use to get us on the biggest screen in your house, right? And, and, and that, that I think is something that the members really appreciated because we're not all tech heads you know not everybody's great with technology and stuff so so to be able to give the members that advice as well uh has actually brought you know members that have already cancelled back to the gym so i think you know what we've done we've, we've kind of signed like nine members up over the last yeah. kind of four weeks yeah and whilst you know for us that's not substantial it's still relatively impressive considering, considering the, gyms the circumstances yeah so it would be, be great to hear about any other gyms that have signed new yeah. members up to a full price membership you know 55 pounds a month uh over this period i think we even we had one person pay us up front yeah. for a year unlimited at, at 630 quid yeah. right so that was i mean well, that was a it. surprise it's, to us right? yeah so so it's a unknown territory really wasn't it so you're gonna have people you know reacting by cancelling a membership without sort of thinking about it and um you can sort of sympathize with them as well but yeah they are coming back they are noticing chatting with their friends seeing how well they're doing. Well, this is it. And then, you know, it gives you the opportunity to explore a bigger market. You know, you don't have to live close to this gym yeah. to have a gym membership now. Yeah. Um, and that gives us the options of going, you know, further afield in the UK. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, members that might have moved away from, from close proximity to the gym that still yeah. want, would have liked to have stayed, can now re-engage with them as well um, as part of the process. Yeah, we've had a few few members message back saying, you know, I can now train with you guys. I moved away, missed you, you know, call me up. So they've been coming back, which has been nice. Well, and then, you know, we focused so far, you know, talking about, you know, wildlife group exercise classes, wildlife personal training yeah. uh, is going through the roof, right? And I'm, I've had, you know, personal training clients get excited because they're moving to Australia and they can still train with me. I've had other personal training clients that have recently struggled to to get a routine in, you know, just because of work. And, and actually, you know, wildlife personal training sessions have been, you know, so convenient with with them that, you know, they, they've been able to kind of build me into their, their weekly routine more frequently. They've had more personal training sessions because now, you know, to do their personal training, it's no longer like a, a, a kind of two hour round trip to the gym it's literally finish the sales call jump onto a wildlife personal training session with me 
you know, hopefully sort themselves out and don't look like they're a disaster after their personal training session, you know, without too much time and they can get straight back to work. So, so at the same time, you know, this new wildlife online kind of fitness services that we're delivering, it's, it's helped me maintain my personal training income. And I think, again, it's, it's that, that immersion of, of what Facebook portal helps us do in, in bringing our, our kind of clients into the gym, into our, our kind of training you know, sessions, and obviously feeling like we can, we can genuinely coach them. I can see them, I can hear them, they can hear me. Uh, and it's that, it's that feedback again, that we are, you know, it's, it's, they forget that it's a, a live webcam kind of chat you know, uh, kind of personal training session. Yeah, that was always the thing that I found as well was um, people began with a little bit of reticence or reluctance to sort of jump in to a an online world, especially when they've been used to obviously the physical attendance or coming to the gym and thing that, things like that became part of their routine. Um, but I've got maybe slightly older-ish group of clients um, who who weren't quite sure about you know the online thing and stuff like and, and doing that kind of situation about putting themselves on a webcam and stuff. Um, but I can promise you the ones that uh, have tried it have got to the point where they've gone. Actually, no, this is the same as what I get going to the gym because the value is still the same. You know, I'm still getting the same quality of coaching, information, education. It's just the only thing that's changed is their environment. Mm. Okay, and they have to adapt to find a space in the house with suitable Wi-Fi and things like that. But it's not that hard a process. Like, you know, they enjoy the quality of the coaching. It's that camaraderie as well. It's still there. Everything's still exactly the same. It's maybe we've got less equipment to work with because they're not in the gym at the time. That's it. You know, and I think we, we've, we've said that a few times over the last month is, is we've realized that the service hasn't changed at all the platform has you know and the government said close the gym so the platform had to change so that's why we had to act so quickly but uh but yeah the service hasn't changed we, you know we've always said that it's like you know our the value in our gym membership isn't the gym you know we've yeah. got voted the best gym in buckinghamshire but it's it's you know realistically the wild training gym isn't the best gym in buckinghamshire it's not the facility that got us that that kind of award it's, you know, the value is our coaches, it's our systems, and it's it's our community. Now, all of that, we've been able to leverage online. So that's why Wild Live is working. You know, that's that's the the kind of, I guess, the value that we've hit for, for our members. But, you know, I guess now we can talk, you know, more about, you know, we, we said that we were able to deliver Wild Live over all weekend. Uh, and, you know, I think the reason we've, we were able to do that is is because of what we've kind of done over the last kind of 10 years with the Wild Training brand, right? We had some very clear values that we, we were always trying to deliver. You know, the job is simple. We, we improve the quality of people's lives. So when I said that, you know, the service hasn't changed, the job hasn't changed, my job, you know, our job is to improve the quality of people's lives. Yeah. We can do that, you know? To motivate people to come to the gym and exercise and encourage them to continue to do the same. So the process, whether it's online or offline, remains the same. Mm, absolutely. And, and, and then you start to think about, you know, why there's other people in the fitness industry that are struggling, you know, right now. You know, they, they've had their gyms closed or their place of work, you know, you know personal trainers has, has disappeared. And, and you know, it, it's trying to help them equip themselves to deliver, you know, better value or, or value now that they they've had that that you know platform taken away from them, and I think, you know, 
we've talked about this a lot I think you know it makes you sit back and kind of think about the fitness industry more broadly and and I think you can hide very easily behind a gym you know because the the need for locality why you're a member of a gym a lot of the time is probably going to be because that gym is down the road from where you live right yeah. or it's the shiniest place around with the best facilities um, you know but you can't you can't get away from everything else that, that takes away from that is they invest a lot of money in the building but not the people that's right yeah so so you know the need for locality there's you know i know the brand i know you know anytime fitness i know david lloyd you know that my friends go there you know and uh and yeah obviously you know having these super million pound fitness facilities with all the the kind of trackable technology and and you know the, the fancy you know equipment and, and all that kind of stuff the, the problem is obviously none of that you you can use online and and you know you 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 can't hide online i think one of the facts is that your your customer is only ever three seconds away from from clicking on something better than you so in, unless you've invested in in i suppose the ability to deliver some amazing content you know and, and value and you know still deliver the job you know improve mm -hmm. people's quality of life give them some joy as well you know unless you have invested in your ability to be able to do that online pretty quickly i think a lot of fitness businesses and, and personal trainers and gyms are going to struggle to retain their their membership you know because the membership's going to go elsewhere i mean we've seen so much amazing research recently around uh digital online fitness exploding you know with fitness apps i think soon apple is going to launch their own fitness kind of app uh which yeah. you know, shows you how strong Huge companies out there doing the you know the, the the exercises for everyone and it's to get them engaged in their companies whether like you say that's apple um other companies that are doing it nike have got one haven't they mm -hmm. Um, and it's going to be a huge industry for people. But again, how much quality can they deliver in an app or in that small space? We don't know yet, but it's an exciting time for the industry to be able to look at that kind of thing and go, okay, how can we get on board? How can we look into this? What else can we do to improve our service or what's our part of service that we're going to offer? you know, going forward in terms of video content, things like that. Um, but also we've got to look to our live stuff as well, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I, I think that's that's the concern as well. We're talking positively about what we've learned, what we're doing well, the feedback that we're getting about live classes and, and obviously where that fits with, with our values for the, with the brand and what we want to do for our customers. And then you're seeing, you're seeing some, some things that are maybe, you know, taking the situation and, and maybe making some of the same mistakes that the fitness industry has arguably been guilty of in the past as well so i i kind of see this as a, a kind of very exciting reset button for the fitness industry and an opportunity and it is an opportunity you know because you know our business is, is kind of thriving you know and it's making us innovate in in a contemporary a, a topical way people want more flexible solutions for health and, and fitness and lifestyle support right and you're seeing people use systems like zoom and the the booking classes with like more than than kind of 50 people in a in a class and and you start to think that you know obviously we start to go down that route of making the mistakes that we've we've maybe as an industry made in the past where we're trying to get you know too many people in a gym and 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 you know leverage capacity rather than you know how much can we really improve the quality of people's lives and and can we do better 
than than the fifteen percent penetration that the 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 fitness industry is hitting right now in the UK. You know, like there's eighty five percent of the UK that are doing something else for their health and fitness. And and I think what's really exciting about online and and you know, Andy, you touched on it earlier that you know, wild wild live gives us the opportunity to essentially you know help people that don't live local to the gym so all of a sudden our reach expands massively and obviously like melissa knows through you know our outreach on on social media and on the website and and recently more more recently the work that we've done on like linkedin we can we can help and support people a lot further away than the you know just the local community to our gym right yeah that's it absolutely it's a really exciting time so like you're saying about the value we have to get the value right and yeah, we are hopefully going to reset some of the wrongs that we've done, but we have to make sure we get that right. So having 50 people plus on one, well, not even on one screen, multi-screens is, is not acceptable as a fitness industry standard and for the customer. Well, it's nuts, yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah, you say the mistakes that we've made, but uh, yeah, probably, probably, you know, broadly the fitness industry's evolved from, from, from some kind of interesting places and, and we've gone down that route of, of, yeah, really pushing capacity and, and how many people we can have in a gym. And, you know, in terms of group excess classes, we're seeing online Zoom kind of, you know, live mm. classes with like over 60 people. In it. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's one, nuts. that's insane. Like you, you can't coach those people. So, so the idea of that being a live interactive class is, is crazy because half the time you're not even going to be able to see, you know, yeah. all, the, all the people in the class on the screen. There's a, a little, you know, kind of tile of what, what you can actually yeah. see them do dangerous as well yeah. it's it's yeah it's definitely uh, a challenge but the, the the craziest thing to me is that obviously they're not insured to do that yeah. you know and we said earlier it's amazing how the fitness industry has supported you know uh, it, itself really well and 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 insure for sport is an insurance company that you know obviously insure personal trainers and i think they're a great company very quickly they came out and they said that you know they've adapted their insurance mm-hmm. to cover personal trainers to coach people i think in the uk yeah. uh, with up to 30 people yeah. And, and you go, well, well, these people are breaking those rules. And like, how cowboy is that, you know? Yeah. And, and so, you know, we, we talked about it, you know, the other week that it's like, there's, there's what can we do? And thinking about it from the point of view of, of how can we deliver our values and the values that our customers have come to get used to, you know, from us and trust us to deliver. And then there's what can we possibly get away with, right? And, yeah. and they're not both potentially the right attitude for for longevity in the industry and obviously for for us to kind of promote the value in the fitness industry you know it's a really exciting opportunity it's a reset where we have the opportunity to to kind of you know i guess re-establish what the fitness industry is for people we've already said that we've had members come back to us after Mm -hmm. that knee-jerk cancellation right because they're realizing that this is more than just a gym to them you know they like they like us. They like yeah. us actually looking after their health and fitness, <laughs> right? Do, yeah. And and we can still do that online, but we can't. Do, I can't do that if I've got seventy people on a screen. No. Like you no. know, that's 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 not going to work. And you're not insured to do it. Yeah. And so now we're starting to break these rules with like trying to maintain some sort of trust with with our members, right? So yeah, there's different ways that we can do that. And I'm not saying that like you know the Facebook portal system isn't absolute. It's definitely. I'm not sure I'd want to move away from it because. You know, the fact that our classes, you never have more than seven people in them, right? Yeah. And how many people have come back to us as coaches 
and gone, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm there with you. You're still coaching me. Like, you're delivering amazing aerial kind of conditioning for, for obviously the community that you built up at our gym doing mm-hmm. aerial silks. And now they're still doing aerial-based conditioning yeah. with you online, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, like you said, seven people, it's small group PT. Mm. It's not a class anymore. Not really, in mm. essence. In what they're getting, it is personal training, pretty much. So, yeah. this is why they love it. They know the value. And I'm sure they've seen, you know, screenshots of people with 30-odd in one class. And our members are starting to, well, they do know the value. Mm. Um, and like we said earlier, the, the response has been overwhelming. And it still is. And yeah, and I think that's that's the point, isn't it? Like we we've got the chance to kind of go with the times and put our service online, put the fitness industries or at least part of its value mm. online, which can only support the the gym industry and personal training industry if we do it right. Yeah. You know, like like if, if we if we you know start trying to smash out fifty person classes and trying to charge I don't know, like a, like a fair amount of money for mm-hmm. them. It's not going to last. You know, we're charging £55 a month for an online membership. But as soon as people experience what we're doing, they totally get it. They totally yeah. see it. And, and that's where you and I have started to kind of try and create more content with the team so that you can put out on social media, yeah, LinkedIn, yeah. the website, real life video images, what we're doing so that people yeah. can kind of get their heads around the whole live classes thing, which right now... Is the only option if we start seeing more of these you know like like facebook live classes uh where you know people are ironing in the background yeah. there's background noise going off screen doing a sit up and the camera it. doesn't follow them and just see legs yeah, in the air legs of, yeah 70 people in a yeah. class that's not going to last it's not going to increase the value of what we're able to deliver online as an industry mm-hmm. and long term it's going to kick us in the mm-hmm. shin right well, we all know if you have what is it if you have a bad experience you tell 10 people mm. and if you have a good experience you tell three people something along those lines yeah. so you know someone has a bad experience all of a sudden you know live classes live training becomes something that's rubbish yeah yeah that's right and obviously that i guess that's why we're excited you yeah. know it's part of our mindset coaching is all right is when, mm-hmm. there's, when there's a challenge get excited don't yeah. calm down it's like we're excited because we're like oh my god this is amazing, <laughs> yeah. right? The members are loving it. The trainers are loving mm-hmm. it. And we're helping more people. We're improving the quality of more people's lives. Yeah. So it's totally in line with our brand mission, our, our ethos, values, yeah. everything, right? So everybody's, everybody's feeling really aligned, which mm-hmm. as a business is a really good thing, yeah. right? So this is a good thing. And I guess we're, we're seeing, yeah, places where it's working really well. And then we're thinking, oh my God, I hope that people aren't taking their first impression of online fitness from some of these these other setups that we know aren't one insured properly yeah. and two delivering anything like the experience that we'd want customers to experience right you mm-hmm. know that you, you came up with a, a good lyric there like one of mine is you never get a second chance to make a first impression yeah so i'm, I'm so dying true. thinking that people are getting the first impression of online fitness yeah with a 70 person zoom chat <laughs> you soul know? destroying isn't it right so uh so look i mean that's that's you know where we're at a month after you know the the covid crisis hit the gym industry and we were told to shut the gyms we're in a, a really positive place. The members are in a really positive place. We're selling gym memberships, which, yeah, it's definitely a surprise mm-hmm. to us, but uh, we're going with it. And, and obviously learning from our members, learning from our coaches, 
and and very much yeah excited to to make some mistakes you know have some failures learn very quickly but uh, hopefully you know that might even just be i guess uh episode one in in this series of adapt or die you know and i think there's definitely going to be more lessons that we learn as as we go through the the lockdown kind of period and and this really exciting time in the fitness industry where we're seeing a lot of changes at, at you know light speed but that i think on the whole are looking really positive in terms of how how it's making it's forcing the fitness industry to kind of take a step out look at itself evaluate what we do as an industry which is improve the quality of people's lives and the fact is we can still do that we we can still deliver a great service online i think one of the things we touched on is we've got that you know, blend of static online content and live bookable classes. So we've got wildonlineworkouts.com. There's so much content on there that people can just hit play on and have these great workouts. But then they've got accountability in that bookable, you know, wild live class. We've got over 80 classes a week. We've got over 24 different styles of classes. So there's so much value there. And I think the combination of those two different styles of online service right now is, is what is giving the wild training membership such a lot of value so so what are the takeaways from kind of what we've talked about today you know i think the you know really do something now deliver some great content and, and try to use a, a quality platform to deliver that content you know i think one of the keys for us was was communicating regularly in detail with our members and that we you know we had a plan we asked them for feedback we listened and we we are evolving together and that's, I think, what's really helping us deliver a lot of value, you know, to to our members. And, you know, lockdown, lockdown doesn't mean that we need to look at it as, you know, damage limitation for our business. You know, with what we're, we're trying to achieve here is, you know, lockdown starting to look like a time to innovate and, and kind of thrive for our business to grow, which is which is kind of what it's looking like for us. And so that's that's. A month of what we've learned since the the lockdown has started and hopefully some useful information there for for the rest of the industry to take away and and, and yeah use in, in their businesses and to help them get through this period but thanks for listening to this episode of industry insight this is fitness inside out by wild training and i'm james griffiths if you like the show you can listen on apple Podcasts, spotify google podcasts and most major platforms subscribe to hear a new episode every monday next time on the show i'm going to be speaking to sean mullins who's a sales leader one of my personal training clients and probably yeah the best salesperson i'm ever going to know and he's going to talk to us about his kind of input on on fitness industry sales and how that's maybe a little bit of a dirty word and how we can maybe look at it in a more positive way so i'm really excited about that episode if you have any feedback a question or a topic we really want to make this podcast interactive and engaging for the people listening so so please drop us a voice message as we will listen to all of them and your your question might feature on next week's podcast